The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So I keep telling people how many days it is to this, that and the other. As you know, it is 54 days now, 54 days uh, to Christmas. Let me double check that because it's important. Yes, 54 days to Christmas. And the 2nd of December is only, what, about 30 days away. Yeah, 30 days away. And the 2nd of December sees a very, very important night at the Everyman. And I am delighted to say that once again, we at Cork's 96 FM are back in partnership. This is a partnership we love and have had for many years. We're back in partnership with the Everyman Palace Theatre. The Everyman and Cada presenting the annual Christmas pantomime. It is that time of year again. Oh yes, it is. And this year it is Beauty and the Beast directed as always, as she has done I, I, I thought this was a misprint, Catherine Mahan Buckley. 29 years. Absolutely. Hold on a second there, get you in there. 29 years. I know. <laughs> I, I have to check myself and say, 29 years, where did it go? Um, you know, uh, and I remember when we started, we started because the, at the time, the Everyman were in trouble financially. Mm. And Ted, my husband, he was on the board and he came and he said, you know, there mightn't be a panto this year. And I went, oh my gosh, you have to have a panto. It's tradition. Mm. And he said, well, unfortunately, we mightn't have the finances. And he said, would you be interested? And I said, with what? I have about 300 euro pounds at that time inside in the bank. I said, with what? And he said, yeah, but I'm one of these people, you know, I jump into the Atlantic and then realise I have to swim and swim hard. But um, I took it on. I remember at the time um, I was afraid to buy myself a pair of tights. New Year's Eve, Ted was out playing with the band. And I remember pouring a large gin and tonic and said, the world wishes you a happy new year. So we did break even that year. And from then on, we just grew and grew and grew to Mm. 29 years later. (laughs) And and this partnership between 96FM and the Everyone has been going on now for quite a number of years. And we absolutely love being part of it. 2nd of December, back again with Beauty and and the Beast. I know, you just made my blood pressure go up there when you said 30 days. (laughs) Yeah, it roughly is, yeah. But you're you're stuck in rehearsals already, are you? No, we're starting on Monday. Next Monday now, all go. Um, Everybody has got their scripts now and their music and all of that side of it, the process, which is the part I love the most, Mm. is all set in stone, ready to to go. We have a wonderful cast, very enthusiastic, creative team. Yeah, second, they're all the experts mm. who will bring the magic to the, the stage as well. You know? if, you, if you look at the, 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 the great pantos, like you've, you know, you've Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Cinderella, Red Aladdin, Riding Hood, Red Aladdin, Riding Hood, yeah. you know, like there's what? There's maybe a dozen titles there. So, yeah. and they keep coming back. Coming back, Babes in the Woods are another one. Babes what? in the Woods, interesting enough though, PJ, is one that I don't know whether it will be acceptable today. It's funny that you should say that. Yeah, I remember I, seeing yeah. it a long, long time ago. Yeah, uh, but it wouldn't. It might not work now. No. But what's the secret to turning over a good panto in 2023? That is a story written hundreds of years ago. Okay, the story is that you must. Um, I'm delighted to say that in 29 years, yes, I have used the same titles, but I have never used the same script. Mm. It's always a fresh script for the people today. And I suppose this, this, well, for me, the key one is keeping this, the line of the storyline pure. Mm. Because children are, they're being read by the children, by their parents, mm. whom were children before that. And then going to maybe what I call like the branch of the tree, like as if, what if? 
mm. and you, you kind of can sidle off, but you almost must come back and touch that base of that storyline and go back out again and what if. You also have to be aware of your audience of today, what they're into, what went on. Like from January on, I'd be writing down little things that happen right through the year mm. so that we can bring them in. Some of them die very quickly, but other, th- other areas that you might be able to bring mm. them in. Topical references. And I suppose what I would be saying to everybody when people come, because it is one of the hardest genres in theatre and in the sense that you have to cater for grandparents, parents, children Mm. of, you know, and, but I would say to everybody, what's the magic of it? It's keeping the child within us, every age group alive. Yeah. Become the child for two hours of pure magic. And I've often watched it and seen that um, adults can actually get worse than the children mm. when they get involved. Mm. But it's a great tonic. It's a better tonic than taking oh. a tablet for to relax you. It's, you know? it's wonderful. And, and the trick is it not, I think... Um, Catherine, to have a script and a performance that obviously the kiddies are just transfixed, but every so often you're throwing the adults a bone Absolutely. with a joke that goes way over the kids' heads. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. But I, do you know what I just think we need to be very careful of? I suppose really, like with the GBTR and, and all of this, you know, oh, is this politically correct? Is that going to be. Is that become so, more difficult? It's very difficult. You have to be very, very careful. Something that I would read, I wouldn't read into it. Then I might get somebody else and go, oh, Catherine, be careful of that line. That that might offend somebody, you know. And I would suffer to say to people, let us relax. I get this he, she, it, they of. I get everybody is a human being. Mm. Yeah. Can we not go back to treating people, human beings? I don't mind what you do, who you do, where you do. Once you're not harming anybody young, anybody old, but let us be people, not this political status that we all have to tick boxes. It's funny that you should bring up that because the dame is the centre of a panto. And I was thinking the last few years with the way society looks upon certain matters now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The dame must be difficult to do right. Yes, absolutely. You're so right. So this year, would you believe our dame is Fanula Linen? We're so the very, dame is a dame. It is a dame. <laughs> So I'm being very politically correct. <laughs> so I can't get slapped on the wrist the <laughs> or get detention. The dame you know? is the no. dame. Yeah, but it might change next year. There do you, you know? go. There um, you go. But I think we must see people as people. Mm. And, you know, I think because we're confusing everybody at this stage. Do you know? It's true. It's true. So it's the same story. Belle and she dreams Belle. of more than this, the life that she has and yeah. she discovers a castle frozen in time. Where's the castle? The castle. <laughs> I can tell you now this year, I decided this year, you know, because uh, Beauty and the Beast is very much noted as being French, right? Mm. And I went, that story could be anywhere. So we're setting our panto all in Cork. The castle is in Cork. 
the characters are from Cork. They, you know, and and so therefore, I think it'll bring a little bit of great humour because there's a lovely, um, lovely, I suppose, really. Cork has super humour. And yeah. I'll give you just an example of this. Um, I, I was in hospital there. I had a, a, an operation there recently and I've lost a lot of weight. OK, um, and nothing sinister. Everything is good. Mm. But I met a past pupil of mine who works in the hospital, passed me and then suddenly stopped and went, Mrs. Man Buckley. And I went, yes, I thought you, you, you were passing me. And she went, uh, where's the other half of you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like, look, do you know, that humour in Cork is just so ripe. So that's where we're, we're going. Right. So I think it's Blarney Castle. We're, we're kind of having oh, the, well, the grand, you know. Up yes, absolutely. That, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it, it is, like you said, all set in Cork. It's all Cork humour. And there's a the thing. You just jumped upon it. And we're so proud of our Cork wit. But Cork wit, I think, Castro, I went to my first pantomime when I was five, and that isn't yesterday. Right? Maybe <laughs> like before, myself. <laughs> that is not yesterday. But the Cork humour has sub- sub- survived decade after decade after decade of change, which is why, coming back to what we were a yes. minute or two ago, the Cork humour can, it can out, out, I thought I was confused. I, the way society is changing, Cork humour will change with it. I'll give you an example of that, and, and you're so right. Um, I remember the Gaty Panto and he, they had Pat Kinnavan mm. as um, he was, uh, what was he? He was Dandini. Yeah. But he played him as a Cork person. He had the audiences rolling. Yeah. And that was in Dublin, you know? So, yeah. like, they were just clued into it. So mm. it is, it's very much, um, yeah. Like we have, like you know, Gaston is gas bag, you know. Lovely. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Lovely. Yeah, do you know? And um, uh, J- your man Lafou is Johnny Lafool. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because the, they would be all the nicknames that we would give people, exactly. and and a bit of fun. And I suppose really, it's a modern panto. It's very much the like the songs will be there. The children will know them. Parents will know them. But it is very much, um, I suppose, plenty of laughter, plenty of fun, and plenty of getting involved for all of us. It's the only only show that you can really. The, the audience can become one of the cast. Fantastic. Now, opening on the 2nd, running till the 14th of January. Absolutely. That's its minimum. Yes. That's its minimum. That, that's, that's where it's... And you've got some special days, and I wanted you to bring that one up. Absolutely. You've got one. You've got um, an audio-described one on the 5th of January. What's that's that That's right. About? The audio one is that where you have children who are deaf... And they can come and we would have people who, we have a fantastic girl who'll do the sign language, but we will work with her and she becomes a part of a character. Then we have another cla- another one for the children who are blind. And that one we started last year. And oh my gosh, do you know, PJ, it kind of made you stop when I met them and to see you know, they they come on stage. They feel the textures. Mm. They hear the voices. They touch the the the, the performers. I was so emotional about that because you know what? You kind of sometimes forget that, you know, there's a whole area of people out there Mm -hmm. that we must keep inclusive. They can't see the colour. So we describe it to them. And and it's just beautiful. Mm. And then we will have a relaxed performance as well. A relaxed performance is for children who have autism and who would find the like say the noise could be very, they won't be able to take it. So we will have what we call a narrator again, who will kind of just give them a a thumbs up on there's a loud bang going to come here. Um, We will have, uh, everything will be in their own comfort zone. 
the lights will be taken down, their lights will be on. Well, we keep the theatre on. We keep, yes, yeah, the sound will be brought down, so it won't be in any way disturbing for them. It's a sensory totally sensory Uh, environment. And, um, yes, and hopefully that, you know, if they want to meet the characters afterwards, I'm sure they'll meet them as well, do you know? Lastly, who's in the cast? The caster, um, Fanula, is Fanula Linhans playing um, uh, Peggy, Peggy, Peggy Toomey is what we're calling her. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I know, yes. Um, we have Andrew Lane, he's playing Johnny LaFoul. We have Marion Goggin, she is Belle. We have uh, Padraig Defusio, he's the Beast. We have Michael Sands playing um, uh, Gasbag. Michael we, loves Panto, doesn't he? He does. And he's fantastic he's in brilliant. it. Fantastic. He's brilliant. We have yeah. Irene Warren playing, um, uh, she's playing La Fluff, but we're calling her Barbie. Um, <laughs> we have Cormac Costello, who was away for 14 years in, in Australia. He's playing Cogsworth, what people would know, but we're calling him Shandon. And um, we have then Graham, and he is playing Luminaire, but we're calling him Sparky. Very good. You know, so there's like a whole ray and then there's the ensemble, there's the handmaidens and of course the children will be performing as well. Marvellous. We can't wait for it to start. Saturday, 2nd of December. Catherine... I know that you, 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 you like you said, you, you, you've had some surgery recently. I wish you well in your recovery. Thank you very much. All going well. I wish you a successful pantomime series. And we so look forward to being part of it once again. The great Catherine Mahan Buckley joining me. Beauty and the Beast opens at the Everyman on the 2nd of December. Thanks, Catherine. Quartz 96 FM.